Life is meant to be rewarding, satisfying, and enjoyed. But life gets messy, which is why we created the Bless Our Mess podcast. Taylor and Kelly are your hosts, and we are having real, raw, vulnerable, and unedited conversations about strengthening marriages and families, parenting approaches, life's triumphs, life's failures, and all of the mess in between. Taylor is a licensed marriage and family therapist and brings his life's work and experiences to these crucial conversations in overcoming life's biggest challenges and finding joy in the chaos of life. Welcome to the Bless Our Mess podcast. All right, welcome back. Thanks for joining us today on this wonderful Therapy Thursday. I just wanted to reach out because I've been working with um, more and more cases of infidelity uh, within marriages and committed relationships. And it's, you know, I'm working with it, obviously, in my uh, practice, but also I'm part of, you know, online groups that address these issues as well. And it's a reoccurring and unfortunately escalating issue, these these causes of infidelity. And a lot of it comes down to a miscommunication or a misunderstanding of your partner's definition of infidelity. And the reason why that is, is because there are different types of infidelity. So that's what today I wanted to cover was go over some of these types of infidelity. Because when we get into a relationship, obviously there's going to be a level and expectation and assumption that we're going to be exclusive with each other, that we will be monogamous with each other. And although that might not always be adhered to, obviously I'm seeing that quite a bit with the work that I do and these groups that I'm part of. And so when this is not, when this expectation is not met, that's where we're starting to see the significant emotional damage that can occur. Those feelings of severe anger and rage. And then I also see some of the opposite side of that spectrum where the person that was cheated on will obviously feel betrayed and there will be a significant amount of um, lost trust, but they can lose a sense of personal confidence and self-esteem, you know, where they go, well, what's wrong with me to where my partner cheated on me, right? And so they can really go down this negative self-critic road of tearing themselves apart that they must be the reason why their spouse cheated. And so it happens. And so a lot of the reasons, again, goes back to because many people have struggled to differentiate between, you know, friendships that they have outside of their marriage and infidelity. Let's jump into these different types of infidelity. And really, there's two main differing types, but there are some subcategories to this first one. So the first one is emotional infidelity. And within that, there's an object affair, cyber affair, and emotional affair. So let's kind of just go over those really quick. An object affair is where, let's say we take an interest in pursuing an an interest outside of our marriage. 
one example that comes to me, I was working with an older couple and um, they were retired and the husband would spend a significant amount of time golfing um, and to the point where he was golfing nearly every day. And obviously, as you could imagine, if you're on the golf course, you're not spending time with your spouse. And so in that scenario, obviously, it was quite hurtful to his wife to be alone all day where she had dreamt of like her empty nested years spending that with her husband, growing, traveling, you know, becoming closer, doing, pursuing um, interests together, you know, and that wasn't happening. So there was a sense of betrayal. Um, There was anger, there was resentment. And that obviously created a wedge in that relationship to the point where conflict started to go through the roof and they then sought uh, therapy. So it's not to say that choosing an interest outside of the marriage is a bad thing. That's It's fine, and there's plenty of studies that indicate that by doing so, you know, you still maintain a level of autonomy, and it can be mentally and emotionally beneficial for you to, you know, pursue an interest outside of the marriage. Again, the key, I guess, um, word to hone in on is obsessive right? Where you are rather, you would rather be doing that interest than being with your spouse. So, you know, by choosing an interest in which both of you guys, um, both partners can participate, that is going to increase the likelihood that you will bond and I guess help diminish the hurt that, that potentially could be within the relationship. So the first one, object affair. The second, cyber affair. And this is all online, right? So, or over electronics. So this is the act of sexting, texting, chatting, um, FaceTiming. um, And there's a lot of sexual context to these, um, these forms of communication. And obviously your spouse is not included in this. And if so, if one or all of those are happening, that is cyber affair. And let's say you did these things within your marriage, you know, that could actually be healthy. You know, if you were, um, you know, sexting or whatever, that can be a form of foreplay or it could build up like the anticipatory, like I'm, I'm anticipating and can't wait to see my spouse and connect with them and like... And so that can actually build it. But, you know, much like a hammer, a hammer could be used to build a house or it could be used to cause some serious damage or death to someone if used inappropriately. Right. And so that's how we can kind of look at this. These um, these affair types. Because as with the object affair, if you get in an interest together, that can strengthen it. If you do the cyber affair things within the relationship, it could strengthen it. It's Again, all of this is in the context of if I'm doing these things outside of my marriage, where it's going to be considered the infidelity. So let's jump into that third cat- subcategory of the um, emotional side of things. And that really is just straight 
emotional affair. Now, there's going to be some emotions attached to those two previous categories, but an emotional affair is where one person becomes significantly um, emotionally attached to someone other than their partner. So this is where there's a, a great deal of time spent communicating with this other person about deeply personal things. They eventually get to the point where they might develop inside jokes, um, you know, where they're sharing deep problems and issues. They're, sh- they're sharing life dreams and goals. And again, this is all with someone other than their spouse. And clearly that would take attention away from your relationship and your emotional connection with your spouse will suffer if this is what's going on. So, you know, again, if let's say you were sharing the ups and downs, the ins and outs of life with with your significant other, that's good. That is an essential part to any successful relationship because it promotes the closeness, it nurtures that relationship. So the final one is the physical infidelity, right? And that's the sexual affair. And that's just what it is, right? There's sexual behaviors or intercourse outside of the marriage. And and so the reason why I bring this up is most of the issues that I'm dealing with have to do with the emotional infidelity, you know, and a lot of this can be prevented. You know, I'm such an advocate for being proactive in your relationship. And so hopefully you're tuning in, you're listening to this. I strongly recommend that you sit down with your partner, review the uh, types of infidelity and see where your spouse um, lines up on that. How do, what's their perspective? How do they view it? What is considered to them infidelity? Because you would be surprised on how differing at times those definitions can be. And so if your relationship is important to you, yeah, it's going to be crucial information to know. That way you don't fall prey to some of these things in, in that emotional um, affair side of things, right? There was one partner going outside of the relationship, having um, these deep and meaningful conversations with multiple people of the opposite sect, building what they called friendships, but they were sharing life, dreams, goals, issues, problems, ups, downs, ins and outs, and everything in between. Yeah, the uh, the spouse felt like they had never really ever been married because they weren't creating that emotional. But the other spouse goes, oh, it's not infidelity because I wasn't having sex with these people. So it's not infidelity. And the other spouse is going, uh, yeah. It is because I have no emotional connection to you. Had you spent that same amount of energy with me, we would have a completely different marriage, right? And so have those conversations. They're crucial. They're necessary. And again, I'm a huge advocate of being proactive in your relationships, right? You can do a lot to save your marriage before it is in crises, And it all starts with having those crucial, sometimes uncomfortable conversations. I challenge you, have that conversation, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us on the Bless Our Mess podcast. We hope this episode has added value in your life and the lives of your loved ones. Don't miss out on future episodes 
by subscribing, following, and reviewing the show. Remember, when life gets messy, to join us and together we can bless our mess. Thank you.